Alberta is the latest province to offer a vaccine lottery. And from Calgary, joining us now, the co-founder of Mass for Canada. Here's Dr. Joe Vipon. He joins us once again here on the show on 640 Toronto. Dr. Vipon, good afternoon. Thanks for having me on. And as I usual, I just have to say these are my views and not those of Alberta Health Services or the University of Calgary. You bet. Appreciate it. Okay, uh, so, you know, some would argue that your personal health is a big enough uh, prize, but why exactly is a lottery, do you think, needed not only there in Calgary, but uh, this has been, uh, you know, instituted uh, elsewhere in the country and, of course, throughout the U.S.? Why is a lottery uh, needed when it comes to uh, vaccines and vaccinations? Well, I think uh, let's not presume that it's needed, but if, if we're going to say why is it being instituted, um, I think the reason is is because Alberta has, uh, along with Saskatchewan, one of the lowest um, uh, first vaccination rates and polls to have the most vaccine-hesitant population in the country. And so this is another effort to try and get those numbers up um, because we do know that we need quite a high rate of double vaccination in order to uh, develop the amount of immunity that would allow for reopening without any kind of restrictions aside from, um, you know, the vaccines doing their work. Is there a certain demographic that seems overly vaccine hesitant? I know your premier, Premier Kenny, in announcing this uh, lottery, uh, I think maybe just yesterday, uh, was saying that it's uh, young males uh, mostly that uh, they're trying to appeal to through this uh, lottery to, uh, to get the jab. Yeah, I think um, there was actually a study that was released today by Blake Schaefer at the University of Calgary who looked at the, uh, the group that was most vaccine hesitant, and it was associated um, with lower amounts of education. Uh, so, um, but it's important to recognize that that is an association, not a, not a uh, causation. We don't know exactly if, if they're related or if there's other factors involved. I do know like uh, that there are, you know, if, if you live a block away from your local um, vaccine center and, you know, you're retired and so you have, you know, eight hours or 12 hours a day to do whatever you want, you have are much more likely to go out there and get vaccinated than, um, say, you live in a rural uh, uh, place, maybe you're farming all day and you have to drive into town to get that vaccine. Um, or alternatively, you're working like three part-time jobs to keep food on the table. It's just a lot harder uh, to get into your local vaccine center. So it's not all about vaccine hesitancy. There are some barriers in place that make it harder for certain uh, members of society to go out there and get their vaccines. Now, I know proponents of this vaccination lottery, the idea of it to uh, argue that uh, a million dollar prize, or even if you offer two or three different million dollar prizes, it will pay for itself uh, when it comes to a uh, health care cost. Is that correct? If it works. Um, there, there would be that argument for sure. Um, and we still don't know, we, we don't have a ton of evidence on this. Um, you know, we don't do lotteries for organ donation or for other, you know, uh, aspects of, of health, um, flu vaccines. Um, so this is really new territory. We'll see there, I was pointed out today, um, by another researcher that, uh, you know, a lot of the people that are actually hesitant and, and not facing barriers, they're hesitant as part of their identity. Like this is um, a, an element of ideology that they don't believe in vaccines. And it's hard to imagine how um, a lottery would change their identity. 
There, but there should be a, a component of the population that I think would be affected by this. I met a woman the other day who um, was being admitted to the hospital with COVID, and she hadn't gotten her vaccine just because she hadn't gotten around to it. So maybe it'll in- incentivize those people um, to, to move things forward a bit. Mentioned that this is a first and we're really in new territory when it comes to medicine and uh, lotteries. How is this, uh, the idea of a vaccine lottery, how is it being received by those in the medical community? How is it being received? Well, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not out there. I'm uh, chatting with all my colleagues uh, every day right now. That's still COVID. So I can only speak, speak for myself. Um, so, you know, if I do speak for myself, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that the, the timing of this uh, is somehow related to the um, uh, seemingly political need to get the, the stampede off the ground. Uh, I don't know if your uh, Ontario listeners know that um, we've set the relaxation of pretty much all of our uh, re- restrictions. We've timed it to two weeks after the 70th percentile is reached for our first vaccines. And we're just like flattened out our curve now. It's around 68.5%. We're going up very, very slowly. And um, this could, this is totally conjecture, but there are people out there who think, you know, if we, if it goes any slower, the timing is such that it would be very hard to open up a stampede like uh, uh, certain politicians would like here in this province. Total conjecture, but uh, the timing is interesting. Yeah, well, that timing is uh, interesting in terms of just the the vaccination, a rate of 70%, because uh, I hadn't heard that, but... Uh there is a serious uh, doubt just looking at the uh, numbers, whether or not you'll get there in time for the uh, opening of the stampede. I think that's a real concern. It, it is going slower and slower every day. We do seem to have reached a, a bit of a first shot ceiling. All right. Because yeah, we're hearing uh, in Canada, there was a uh, news uh, late yesterday into today and some really good news that uh, Canada is really uh, caught up when it comes to the, the world. As a matter of fact, uh, I think we're leading the world on a per capita basis when it comes to uh, first doses. That, that's correct, and I think we should be commended for for getting here. And I think it's I think it's made, been one of the best decisions that our our uh, leaders have made is to to emphasize first shots and then go on to second shots. I think it's made such a huge difference to our numbers. Um, but I think you see that there are very real uh, limits to how how those numbers can go up. We've seen that in the states already, um, and now we're seeing it in uh, in Alberta and uh, and Saskatchewan and. And I don't think you've seen it in Ontario. My understanding is the numbers just keep going up and up. So congratulations to you for for uh, abiding by the science. Yeah, well, we're working our way uh, towards there. And, of course, uh, the other big news is that the supply continues to uh, increase. And it uh, looks like we're ramping up when it comes to uh, second doses. Is that also the situation there in Alberta? Are you hoping for uh, a two-dose summer, as we're now calling it? Yeah. Well, I think the reality is is that we have the same number of vaccines coming in as you do. But since we're having fewer first shots in the arm, we've uh, had an earlier focus on second shots in the arm. So um, my wife just recently got her second shot. I'm hoping my kids will get their second shot before the summer. Um, and, and my sense is it's going to go, for those of us who have our first shot, it's going to come a lot faster than we, uh, than, than we had originally hoped for, which is great. Just finally, uh, before I let you go, uh, regarding this uh, lottery just announced there in the province of Alberta, uh, how do you get a ticket? How how do you enter? Do you know those details? Do you have to go to like a a lottery kiosk and show proof of vaccination to get a ticket? 
Well, there's a website you sign up and then if your name is, is drawn, you have to show proof of a vaccination. Um, what's mm-hmm. a little bit of a gaffe that our premier did yesterday is he was asked that, uh, would, would you be able to sign up for the, for the lottery, um, win and then go out and get your shot? Um, and he said, yeah, I think that'd be considered. Um, I don't think that's actually the reality. I think it was a gaffe, but you can imagine that would totally disincentivize uh, going out and getting the shot if all you had to do is win and then, and then and that then would incentivize that one person to get the shot rather than the uh, you know hundreds of thousands that really need to. All right. Dr. Vipon, appreciate the time with us as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Dr. Joe Vipon is a Calgary physician and the co-founder of Mass for Canada.